Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 134 of the IA Cast. All right, on this episode of the IA Cast, I have with me Aaliyah Dudley. Hello. And Jason Earls. Hello, everyone. All right, so we've had more tech news come in, and we'll do a more detailed show about it next week. But, uh, you know, we wanted to talk a little bit about what Google announced because there were quite a few things. And did any of you guys get the chance to watch Google's announcement? No. I was in watch class, it? No, I think. read about some of what was announced, yes. I watched part of it, and some people really say it was a cluster. And I don't necessarily think that's wrong but at the same time i feel like everybody compares events like this to apples are they wrong though i mean let's be honest as in the company people not the fruit (laughs) no they're not comparing apples and oranges they're comparing apples and googles (laughs) but like you know the biggest thing that was mentioned was that they said at the end of the presentation they didn't have enough time to show all the products and features and for people to go upstairs to look at them or to go online. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. But I feel like yeah, I don't Google's, know how I feel about that either. I feel like Google's not really that focused on uh, the stage time. I mean, they wanted to get together and talk about those things. But one of the things that I did really like was every video they showed showed people working at Google showing off their creations. And I really, as a developer, I really have a lot of respect for them for that. So... They started off, I don't remember the first thing they started off talking about, but they started a lot with Nest and about the security and different things with Nest. And now the they have a new Google Wi-Fi router called Nest Wi-Fi. That will never live in my house. And I just don't know that I agree with putting a, a Nest Home Creepy. Mini, as it's called now, in the router. Creepy. No. I, I just... No, no, I don't, I don't like it. I don't trust Google enough to have it living quite that close to my network. And you'll even be able to say things like turn on, turn off Wi-Fi for so-and-so's device to Google Assistant. Uh Uh-uh. No, I don't, I don't like that. I don't know. I feel like I trust Google in some ways more so than Facebook with their portal speaker. Yes, but the portal speaker isn't connected to your router. It doesn't have control over your router. Like, that's another thing that I won't let in my house. But I honestly, once our Google Wi-Fi routers do die or become obsolete, I think we should go with Eero because I don't want that thing. I mean, it's a neat concept. I mean, if you want to tr- easily turn off your kid's router, your kid's Wi-Fi access, you could just say, okay, G-word, turn off, you know, kid's Wi-Fi. And that's kind of neat. That's when they start being able to talk, and that's their first words. Okay, G-word, turn on my Wi-Fi. <laughs> if well, a child it has that kind voices. of access to the Wi-Fi when they're that young, all right, I'm going to get <laughs> off my soapbox. Uh, no. <laughs> the, so, I mean, that's kind of neat. I just, I don't know that I want it, but to each their own. You know, they're doing more with Nest thermostats now to having Google Assistant built into those and things like that. And I think the next big thing they announced was the new Pixel Buds. 
Yeah. They're labeling as floating computers in your ears. Weird. That's how they said it. That is a very odd description. But I mean, I guess in a way it makes sense. I suppose. And they used a term, I'm trying to remember what it was, something computing. Um, Wearable computer? No, I'll have to go back and look it up. I don't remember. But they stressed this term several times during the keynote. But basically, it's they're focusing on um, computers that are more environment-based instead of through vo- just voice or uh, touchscreen. And that's what they're trying to do with the Pixel Buds is make a computer in your ear that you could do translation or calls or um, anything with that you could do on your phone. I think that's the goal that they're working for. Ambient computing. That was the term they used. Ah, yes. Ambient computing. I've heard that term used before. I don't know how I feel about that because I feel like in some ways an earbud is not quite as secure as a phone could be living in your pocket or a watch on your wrist. Well, remember the thing about Google Assistant is it listens for your voice. However, uh, how secure is your voice? If you could just play a tape, you know, of your voice. And now with like the Microsoft uh, speech cognition uh, services where you can make a screen reader or a a speech synthesizer out of somebody's voice. Mm. Yeah, and Lyrebird or whatever the other one was called, another big one. So, I mean, I want to check them out. I don't really want them. I like my AirPods and my PowerBeats. So, now, the one thing is they don't have the wire like the previous set that goes around the back of the head. Oh, thank God. Yeah, I saw that, and I'm like, why? That's just unnecessary. I don't mind dealing with a wire if I have wired earbuds or, or headphones. You know how I much of a pain in the that's a... butt those are to get back in the case? There's a knack to it. I figured it out, and I'll have to teach you what it is. Oof. But they don't look much different, and I just don't like the look of them personally. But, you know, teach their own. And I don't know when the pre-order dates or the pricing for those are going to be, but uh, they look nice. I mean, they're, they're useful. Then there is the Pixelbook Go. The Pixelbook No? All right, let's not diss on their products no, too no. much. I feel like we're being very negative so far. <laughs> well, I, just, I mean, I with good reason. I, the Pixelbook... Chromebooks okay. in general. I'm not even talking about... I, I'm not even talking about Chrome OS, like with, with... I almost said TalkBack, with, with Chromevox or anything like that. I just... Other than the price and the newer displays, I don't really feel like there's a real... A, a a good reason for somebody to upgrade from the Pixel Book if they've already got one to get the Pixel Book Go. I mean, you're getting two hours additional battery life. I think it's rated for 12. The Pixel Book was rated for like 10. And the Pixel Book has more storage at its cheapest price point than the Pixel Book Go. The Pixel Book Go is 64 gigs with an Intel Core, what is it, an M3, I believe? I'm not sure, but I, I mean, the, the Pixel Book goes like 650 bucks, whereas like the cheapest Pixel Book is like a thousand. It's 999, but you can find it on sale uh, pretty frequently for like 750. I've seen it on sale for like 650 before. I don't remember where it was. I just, I mean, I, I understand what Google's trying to do with it in a way because they're trying to make a more general. Chromebook that's available to the masses 
I just, I mean, it it has, it, it, it does sound like it's got some cool things. It's got, it's supposed to have better front firing speakers. Um, it's supposed to have, and the more expensive ones, I think they come with this molecular display. I don't quite know what the difference is. And it's apparently got some sort of textured bottom to it to help it from sliding around and things. But you also, unlike the Pixel Book, apparently you can't use it. You know how the Pixel Book, you can fold the screen back on itself. You can flip it so that it's operating like a tablet with a keyboard underneath. Yeah. yeah. Apparently you can't do that with the Pixel Book Go. It's just a clamshell. Ew. Ew. So I, I don't really have a lot to personally like about the Pixelbook Go. But I'm not saying it's bad either. I'm just saying I don't really like it. <laughs> yeah, it's a neat <laughs> machine, but it's for, I think they're possibly aiming that towards education, but I don't know. And we learned about the Pixel 4, finally. Well, we learned about the Pixel 4 much before... Yeah, let's be <laughs> yeah, real the here. ...the announcement. <laughs> we knew about Project Sully. We knew what about... Was that, like... The face ID type stuff. The world's like worst kept most secret leaked phone. Well, I think ever. Google actually was the ones leaking it to, on purpose to get its excitement. Yeah. Up. But, but yeah, the Pixel Four apparently it's available in all U.S. carriers. That's nice. It comes. Yeah, it's 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 nice to see the Pixel available with um, more carriers, and it comes in sixty-four. Is it just sixty-four and one twenty-eight? I'm not sure, but that wouldn't surprise me. I think it is. Because that's yeah, what they've always done. Yeah, I think it's just 64 done. gigs. Yeah, I think it's 64 gigs and 128 gigs. It has a new Snapdragon processor, 6 gigs of RAM. It's got a lot of new camera tricks from the sound of it. Michael, you, you could probably describe those a lot better than I can. Uh, next week, once I get time to learn more about it. But um, better camera smarts. It's got stereo speakers just like the Pixel 3. It has... I feel like I'm forgetting things. Motion As aware. As we talked about, it has... Yeah, it's motion aware. Um, it has, as we ta- as we said, it has a sort of Face ID-esque technology in it. I guess the top part of the display doesn't have a bezel. I mean, doesn't have a notch. It has a bezel. Uh, yeah, it's pretty thin, it's, but it's, it, yeah. It honestly sounds like it's a really, really good Android phone. I just, other than Android equivalent of uh, Face ID, which apparently there is no fingerprint sensor on the Pixel uh, 4. Um <laughs> Oh, bye bye talk back. That's right. I, I honestly thought they were going to keep I know. I honestly thought they were going to keep the fingerprint sensor there. Well, you know, to hear that they that it. Eventually, if they haven't put it in by now, um motion aware may replace your talk back gestures. You know, I'm just a little I, nervous I, as to how that's going to be implemented. You know, I actually was too. Because, and the, but they went in this very detailed thing about how they actually, because what if you, because it's using radar, it's not using a camera or anything, so they actually went into right. detail about how they used algorithms to detect if you moved like a can over the phone uh, compared to like your hand. And they actually have found ways to make it to where it can distinguish between a object that is not a hand and your actual fingers or your palm of your hand, which right. is really neat. But here's my concern. What's one of the most commonly used gestures for talkback? Covering the proximity sensor on the earpiece to make it shut up. How, as majority of blind people, are we going to avoid that? How do you mean? Like, 
so I could see like doing some kind of gesture over the top of the phone and talk back interpreting that as, oh, shut up. Oh, it's because the radar does not just look at the top of the phone. It looks like it looks at the whole phone surface. Yeah, I know the radar does, but I could see along with triggering whatever you meant to also triggering the shut up talk back. Yeah, I think it, it depends because the radar can detect uh, gestures from further away than that proximity sensor can. Yeah. So that's how that will work. But it's interesting because during the event, they actually showed like the comparison between our radar ship four years ago when they started this project compared to the penny-sized radar chip that they have in this phone, and that's pretty remarkable. <laughs> I bet that was neat to see. So really it replaces was. the penny-sized fingerprint sensor. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> so we'll talk more about the Pixel 4 next week, but I also remember hearing on a podcast somewhere there's no headphones at all in the box. Oh! Yeah, I remember that too. No! Yeah, exactly. No headphones. <laughs> That's very sad. I didn't I didn't see that. That's disappointing. So, I don't know. I mean, I think what they're doing is great. They're doing great work, but I think they need to stabilize and come up with a solution for that. I mean, I, I guess they want people to buy the Pixel Buds, the you know, the new ones, but that's just very expensive for the modern user. Yeah. I well, mean, are they... for so many years, Samsung, Google, Apple have all put he um, earbuds in the box. Well, Apple still is. Yeah. For now. Apple still is. I think Samsung even is. Now, do we know if Google is at least shipping people USB-C to 3.5 millimeter adapters? Who knows? That was know. all in the kit with your earbuds, though, I think. If I remember right, it was all kind of there. I mean, that's not I to say mind, that they I bought mine off eBay. But... <laughs> <sighs> and now I have that Weird Al thing stuck in my head. Yeah, that's why I laughed. I was like, oh, no, that's going to get stuck in her head. Uh... Yeah. So That was not my intention. Uh, we'll talk more about the Google stuff next week, but uh, we wanted to talk about it here because it's fresh news. And yeah, so some really cool stuff. Now, colors black, white, and wait for it. Wait for it. Limited edition WTF orange. <laughs> I say WTF I because that's laugh. not the real name, but I'm just saying <laughs> WTF because why WTF an orange, orange phone? Why orange, <laughs> like... Google? Why orange? <laughs> Could you imagine somebody going in the store? Hi, do you guys have the pixel in WTF orange? <laughs> yes, if you listen or, to that show, or, don't do that. Or or somebody walk <laughs> somebody walks into the store. Can I buy one of those new Pixel 4s? Yeah, but the only color we have left is this WTF orange. <laughs> but man, <laughs> the Pixel I have orange. not seen it, but oh man, orange, why orange? <laughs> like blue, orange. gray, green, I mean, yellow, pink, I guess. Pink, pink even screams Rose. I'm a pixel Purple. now. Um, Come on, orange, orange. No, <laughs> call it light red or something. <laughs> 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 not orange. I'm just sorry. That does not belong on a phone. It. Uh, okay. Anyway, that's what the Pixel Five will be. It'll be the same color. They'll just label it as not orange. Not orange. <laughs> 
so yeah, not orange. <laughs> All right, we're going to just jump right into our topic for this week because I think we have a lot to talk about. And so, how many of you guys watch TV? TV, TV, TV. Eh, I like TV. Whether it be movies or Netflix or whatever. Or yeah, the again, blind person TV version, which is MP3 files of what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So we figured we would have a show talking about TV providers in 2019 and how things look for uh, all of that. And the reason why we're talking about this is, what do you guys think is coming up in November? Google TV Plus. I mean, Apple TV Plus. All Off right. the show. Uh, opening team talk. Off and clicking the show. Ban. No. <laughs> <laughs> Kick and ban user. Alert dialogue. Are you sure? Yes button. <laughs> so, yes, we're getting Apple TV Plus, but we're also getting something else. I hate you. <laughs> well, we're just talking about Google News. I had to. So, we're we're getting Apple TV Plus, Disney. but we're also getting Oh, that's November. Again, too? Disney. Disney Plus. Mhm. Can't wait, can't wait. Now, do you guys find it disturbing that Companies are making their own services where you don't get, like, there's Netflix, right? That has a huge catalog of stuff. But now there's Disney, there's CBS, there's HBO, all these other things that you have to subscribe to to get the and content. Now, and now your bill is higher than it would have been if you just bought a cable TV subscription. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why, it, honestly, that's why it disturbs me because of, you know... There was an article that um, added up. I don't remember if they included Disney. Um, oh, and don't forget Dis Hulu. Disney Plus in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Wait, who is Lou again? <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about that. But That's funny. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> but. Um, don't go there. <laughs> but. I um I I saw an article, and they were they were um they were they were kind of pointing that out. They were adding up how much it would cost to uh, subscribe to all the TV streaming services. I just saw its headline and that really got me thinking. I'm like, that's got to be a lot of money because Apple TV Plus is like what four ninety nine a month, five bucks a month. Yeah. If you know, without the one year promotion, if for the new Apple product stuff, Disney is supposed to be. What is it, seven? Is it the same? It's like seven, it seven, and then you could add Hulu onto that for like 12. Yeah, plus Netflix, which is like... And if you subscribe oh, to YouTube TV to get your local channels, yeah. because, especially because it seems to be the most accessible way of getting those. <sighs> right. Well, I've heard PlayStation View is TV. not so bad. I don't know if that has local channels, though. So, you know, there's there's a lot out there, but... I I honestly think it might be a good thing because the problem with Netflix and Hulu back in the day was they had a large amount of catalog content, right? But they could lose that content. Yeah. I remember stuff like that happening, like Netflix losing access to, um, what was it? I was watching Law and Order, I think. Did they have all of it at one point? And I was watching it and it just went away. And I'm like, what? Well, Netflix had Doctor Who, and I think for a while it was audio described, and they lost that. 
I don't even remember which service has that right now. Watch. <laughs> I was about to say the same thing. But if you want to watch South Park, just get a Hulu uh, subscription. Yeah, that's on Hulu. <laughs> Actually, Hulu has a lot of older stuff. They do. I think they have all of Family Guy now. Yes, and so does Netflix. Uh, I think. Oh, ne- I don't think Netflix uh, has the new, newest. No, they don't have the new stuff. Yeah, Hulu's got more. Although, funny thing about Netflix's Family Guy descriptions is the Family like, Guy shows themselves like are uncensored. 13. Oh, but, yeah. But, but the Family Guy shows are uncensored, but the description is censored. Like, <laughs> it's it's amusing. Oh, my. So, yeah, I just think that... Now, the interesting thing is, and we'll have to watch this, because Disney Plus will have all of Fox's content, so every season, I believe, of The Simpsons... Oh, yeah. ...will be on... That's something Disney I haven't Plus. watched. Does anybody in a while? else think that's weird being subscribed to a Disney service to watch Simpsons? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that also is going to bring us our new Marvel shows as Oot. well. And reboots of the X Men and uh Deadpool and other Marvel Deadpool. shows will now be coming to uh the same universe you'll see Captain America mm. and That's weird. Iron Man. That's weird. Well, if you would see those characters anymore. No spoilers. <laughs> you, you you can't go on the internet anymore and hear any Marvel content without getting at least some spoilers now. But uh it it's uh it's very interesting because Disney is going to have a lot of Marvel shows. A lot. And new Star Wars shows as well. I think they're gonna bring back the Clone Wars. So I will be 100% on the Disney bandwagon, and I'll have Netflix, and Hulu, and HBO. <laughs> and we have YouTube TV. We Good do. Lord. Um, and but, you guys are getting Apple TV Plus, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, we have it for free for the mm-hmm. first year, because we both have brand new phones. And, but you know, the thing is, that's that, that gets expensive. And there's no real way of consolidating. No. Even... Even actually, I'm starting to think that you're behind if you have a cable subscription now because you're not going to get the new content. If you watch CBS, oh, yeah, we have that too. If you watch CBS on TV, (laughs) you're not going to get to see Star Trek Picard or Star Trek Discovery or any of those shows, but they have a huge backlog of content uh, from a long time ago. Like they have all these things on CBS All Access. And if you've noticed, DC Universe now has a subscription that you could pay for for their comic books and their TV shows. That I did not know. And I think they have um, specific video content just for that uh, service. But what's neat is, uh, as they call it, the Arrowverse, uh, because that was the first TV show to start it, all of those are on Netflix as well. So I don't know how long that will stay or if they're going to bring all that to their own uh, service as well. Trying to figure out what's more fragmented now. Streaming services or Android updates? Jason. <laughs> Jason the Google hater. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least it's becoming less true with like Behave. Project Trouble. I'm sorry. It was just... I couldn't help. Okay, yes, I couldn't help. Yes, you it, but... could have. <laughs> the question is, did you want to? And the answer to that is, uh-uh. I did for like 
60 half seconds. a millisecond. Yeah. <laughs> so, if you had to pick, what services would you keep, or which ones would you not keep? Uh, Aaliyah, let's start with you. I would ditch CBS All Access in a heartbeat and HBO. Um, I don't watch the stuff there. I think my top three for me to keep. Oh gosh. Live without my Netflix? I don't know. Um, see, I have like five that I would just... No. Okay. I could live without Apple TV Plus too, I think. But Disney, Netflix, Hulu, and YouTube TV. I have to say. That's four. I, I know it's four. <laughs> you know, probably the one I could I, get rid of. I, unlike you, can not only count to four, I can count higher. Oh, God. Never mind. <laughs> No, that's that going to be in my point. head. That yeah. was the point. <laughs> yes, it and will. Um, I I could not. Uh, the one thing I could probably get rid of is YouTube TV. Oh no 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 no! See, I like having the the local channels. I like having the um. I do like the, the DVR features stuff. and the DVR. Yeah. And no push notifications when your shows come. Yes, on. that's yes, really yes. nice. That's very nice. Um, I'm a big fan of that, and I need to take advantage of it more. Because these services are great, but getting stuff whenever it comes out is really nice, too. Whitley I think says for me, don't get rid of YouTube down TV. To... <laughs> What's that, Jason? I think for me, it would have to boil down to what services don't offer audio description. Because I find that there are just some things and shows that Unless you have audio description, you're going to miss some things. Now, sometimes they're not important things. Sometimes they're you can you know you can figure it out in dialogue, maybe after the fact or during, depending. But sometimes there's just important information you're going to miss if it's not audio described. Yeah, and I have to and say, I, Hulu, the Hulu app is very much annoying to me. And so I think if I had to get rid of one more, it might be Hulu, even though all of my, like, MasterChef and stuff lives on Hulu. Yeah, I was going to say, if I had to get rid of it, it would be Hulu, but my girlfriend might murder me if I do. <laughs> well, I like MasterChef. technically it's her account, but still. Um, and I'm not, I'm just saying, like, I, I, can, I can feel her pain because I like MasterChef. Like, I don't. She likes her HGTV stuff. No, how I could, yeah. <laughs> But I do feel like I'd have to keep Netflix at least. Netflix is a definite. And they, oh, yeah. They've been coming out with such great original content. And I want to support them for that. And the amount of audio description that they do really is yes, amazing. Very much. Yes. Like, I mean, I, I know. There are definitely some shows I feel like should have audio description that don't. Like Aaliyah, that show you were watching, what's Heartland. it called? Heartland. Yes, it should have. I feel like that should have <sighs> had description. Oh, well. I liked it still. But. but um, or like Netflix makes some people angry because they'll release a show, but then they won't release the audio described track for a few weeks after that. And that bothers a lot of people sometimes. And I don't blame Really? Them. I didn't know that. Only some shows. It's not everyone, but there are some. That's weird. Yeah, but stupid. You know, the, the thing with Netflix is they just have to keep up since they lost all the Disney properties. Yeah. Except for their shows that they did with Disney. 
I feel like they need to really come up with some great content. And I feel like they have like another life to me was amazingly done. Some people, I didn't see it get the best ratings, but I really liked it. Plus lost in space. If you have not seen that, I have not. You need to both watch shows it. Jason needs to finish. You need to watch I'm not lost very good in at space. Finishing shows. Um, they are fantastic shows. And then of course, of course, Stranger Things. Yes. Yes. Stranger uh, Things. Yes. Really good audio description for that too. Oh man. Oh my god! And that's another show that you really need audio yes, description you do. for. Oh it's my god! Like, what goodness. just happened? Who died? What? <laughs> right. <laughs> I actually want to get a action figure or set whatever of the Demogorgon. Demogorgon. That would be really oh, cool. Yeah. That would be so awesome. Yeah. And that, I'm sure they make them. I have to say, you know what's 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 interesting? Speaking of audio description, though, watching it with um, watching these shows with my girlfriend, just she'll point out like, and sometimes it's kind of annoying because it's like, oh my god, I'm just trying to watch the show, but other times it's interesting when she points out things that is actually wrong in the description. Like sometimes some shows will say that somebody walks in and it's actually a different character, or it's, I have it's rarely really seen that. We were watching an episode. We were watching one of the episodes of um. What's that? Show? Was it was it Good Omen? It may have been Good Omen. I think it was both Good Omen and Carnival Row, which are both Amazon shows where that's happened. Okay, I I thought you meant on Netflix. Um. Oh hey yeah, we didn't mention Prime Netflix. Video. Yeah, Prime Video. Yeah, we didn't <laughs> mention Prime Video. <laughs> which got removed if you from the for... App Store for half a day. Yeah, that was weird. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was weird. It's back though. It is. Yes, it is. I think. That's why I said half a day. Yeah. <laughs> because it was only oh, gone for a little while. For me. Yeah, it was really weird. I was like, oh God, please don't say Apple and Amazon are having another feud. Well, speaking of feuds, if you have a Fire TV, YouTube TV, and the YouTube app are back. So that's kind of nice. And uh, Apple TV is now out for, uh, Apple TV's app is now out for Fire TV. Is it? Yes. Wow. Yes. I thought it was Roku. Uh, Roku and Fire TV. So they're pretty much effectively on every smart TV. I love That's my little Fire TV. And I really hope... Now I'm going to go download that Apple TV app and pray to God they didn't make it self-voicing. Oh. So here's the question. Would you keep your Apple TV boxes if Apple TV's on the TV itself? Yes. Yes. Because Apple TV is a little lot more accessible and usable on Apple TV and YouTube TV is so is Netflix and Hulu. Hulu is self-voicing on Fire TV. So I thought it was on Apple TV as well now. Uh, I don't, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think know if it Amazon... is. No, I actually don't think it is. Also, the deep integration between Apple TV and apps like Hulu. Um I believe you're only going to get that on Apple TV. That's true. So, but you have a lady integration with those apps on Fire TV. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. That's kind of a hard one. See, I still, I still say I would. YouTube TV is a lot more accessible on Apple TV than it is on Fire TV. Plus, I like the Apple Arcade well, games I'm... on the Apple TV, so that's really nice. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely leaning towards keeping my Apple TV, like versus being able to get rid of it if I had a s accessible smart TV. Ours does not have, as far as I know, it doesn't have a screen reader of any kind on it. Um, so fortunate. 
So we're going to have to wrap yes. up soon, but I want to go and ask you guys, what is your favorite, even ones that haven't come out yet, what is your favorite top five TV service providers of 2019? Jason. Um, I definitely Apple TV Plus for me is one of them. Uh, do it in order. In no, in no, <laughs> I, I can't do it in order. Yeah, I can do it in order. Apple TV Plus, Netflix, Amazon Prime, uh, Hulu, and I don't actually know that there's a fifth one that I use on a regular basis. Poor Disney. <laughs> All right, Aaliyah, what about you? All right. Um, it's not fair to try to rank Apple TV Plus and Disney Plus because they're not out. But given their potential, I have to say Apple TV Plus, Netflix, Disney Plus, Hulu, YouTube TV. And that's pretty, they're all really close together for me. Mine would have to be Disney Plus, Marvel. Of Marvel, course. all the way. If it's not shoot it, kill it, die, you don't want it. Then the next one uh, would be Apple TV Plus. Then Netflix. Uh, after Netflix, probably Hulu. And then, oh, so many others. Probably CBS. I feel like I feel like DirecTV now is like our 20th favorite streaming service <laughs> out of the five. <laughs> it was a neat concept, but... Um, I just wish it was an accessible one. Yeah. All right. Uh, a list of all the all the services of this year that I know of are these. We have Disney+, Plus, Apple TV+, Plus, Netflix, Hulu, HBO Now, Amazon... Prime Video, we have um, CBS All Access, DC Universe, DirecTV Now, Sling. Let's see. I think T-Mobile is actually developing a TV streaming service. Hulu Plus, I think, is one too. Their TV service. Um, we have Tubi, T-U-B-I dot TV. There's oh, yeah. Pluto TV. I don't really use those much, but they have a lot of free programming that of regular shows um, that are interesting. And so... Uh, of course, DirecTV Now and PlayStation View. That's one I've never really played with and would like to check out sometime. But um, those are the main ones currently. I, I'm sure there's others. So if you're um, watching, please let us know. Feedback at iAccessibility.net. Or we're now on YouTube doing live streams. So uh, let us know uh, in this live stream's comments after it's done. So... Um, you guys have any final comments before we wrap up today? I think it's great that we have so many um, TV streaming services around, so many ways to access the content we all want to watch. I just am a little nervous about all of the subscriptions and the costs associated with the subscriptions for consumers in general, because it's really a lot to manage. Yeah, it is a lot. I mean... All I have to say in, in conclusion is I want to go watch TV now. Me too. <laughs> but I have homework to do, so let's wrap this. Well, I'm going to go in and browse Netflix for new shows because that's always fun. I like to go on Netflix and add stuff to my queue. It's fun. All right. With all that being said, Jason, what is your pick of the week and where can people find you online? Well, keeping with my uh, 
pro Apple ness on the show today. <laughs> um, my pick. Double tap to activate. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my pick is Logic Pro Ten, and uh, for those of you who aren't aware, Logic Pro Ten is a uh, really advanced piece of recording software. Um, you can do audio tracks. You can work with uh, video files, I believe. You can you can work with software instruments, both instruments made by Apple as well as third parties, like native instruments and other brands. And it's a very, very advanced music creation app. Um, and I, I by no means know everything about its interface yet, but I am very excited to start using it. Um, it's kind of a much more advanced garage band, which is which is nice. So yeah, Logic Pro 10, I think it's 199 on the App Store. Yes. Um not $1.99, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, 100. $199. On the App Store. Wouldn't that but be some freak Logic, mistake? Get, <laughs> I know that'd be funny. Bunch of people going and getting Logic but, um, for 2 bucks. Yeah. And then they charge you the remaining 197. <laughs> um but yeah, so it's it's one hundred and ninety nine dollars on the app store. Um but you get you know, logic itself, you get uh access to all of the software instruments, you get learn to play lessons, you get all kinds of stuff. So if you're really serious about music creation and you don't necessarily want to spend uh the amount of money for uh something like Pro Tools, then I feel like logic should be a a, a, a decent option for you. And as far as where people can find me, you can find me producing content for iAccessibility. You can email me at jason at iAccessibility.net. You can search for me on Twitter. Just search for JDE91. That's Juliet Delta Echo 91. And you can also find me on Facebook. Just search for Jason Earls. If you do decide to add me to social media, please let me know that you found me from the IACast. All right. Aliyah, what's your pick for this week and where can people find you? My pick for this week is an app um, called OpenStax, and that's with an X, folks. Um, this app, I'm actually using it for one of my classes right now. It has a bunch of free textbooks in it, and it's actually pretty darn accessible. Like, I, I was actually shocked by how well it read the image descriptions are very good, at least in the history text. Um, I'd be interested to see, if I have a minute to look at it, how well math renders in it, because it's very, very accessible. I use it to read my history book on the bus, and it's very, very cool, and it allows me to be able to take my schoolwork with me, and that's that's really cool. It's something I strive for with a commute that tends to be closer to an hour and a half some days. So... Um, very, very accessible, very good job. They even link on their website to Bookshare versions of some of their texts. Oh, that's neat. So, yes, very, very nice. So. And it beats having to carry like 50 pounds of Braille books on you. Right. <laughs> Just a <laughs> tiny little iPhone with an amazing battery. Um, <laughs> if. <laughs> and good speakers. Yeah, 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 that. Um, unless you're listening to voiceover, <laughs> at which point it puts some artifacty weird processing stuff over the top i don't know what that is but i don't yeah. like it um i think it's linked to spatial audio but anyway i think it is too but alex sounds a bit weird 
but Samantha sounds weirder, <laughs> so Alex it is. Um, <laughs> without kind of surprising. Yeah, I know. With that being said, you can find me producing content for iAccessibility. You can email me at Aaliyah, that's A-L-E-E-H-A at iAccessibility.net, and you can follow me on Twitter at BlindCowgirl199. Also, you can find me on um, Telegram. I think I set myself as Aaliyah Dudley on there. Or no, Aaliyah D. I lied. Aaliyah D on Telegram. All right, my pick for this week is the Apple Watch Series 5. Uh, I, as my watch dings me about something that was really funny. <laughs> um, this watch is really awesome because of the always on display and a little tip for low vision users, set your watch face to the X large face and you can then set a, uh, the, it'll have the time in pretty big print and you can set a bigger complication for like activity battery or other things and then when you lock your screen, you can just glance down and see that one piece of data really, really big. And that's really nice for low vision users. Because right now I have it set to my activity and I could just look down and tap on that. Or I could set it to just press record and I just tap one giant button on my watch and I start recording a voice memo. There's two taps and I start recording a voice memo. That's really nice. So... I love the always on display. That's the main big feature. And it does seem to drain battery a little faster, but it's a great watch. And I'm so glad I got one. I'm very happy about it. And to what Aaliyah was saying, yes, there's Telegram on the Apple Watch. So it's awesome. Uh, all right. You could find me, Michael Doeys. I produce content for iAccessibility.net. You can email me at Mike Doeys. It's M-I-K-E-D-O-I-S-E at iAccessibility.net. I'm Mike Doeys on Twitter. Uh, you can find me on Facebook as Michael Doeys, and you can find me on Telegram as Mike Doeys. You can find me on my website at michaeldoeys.com and all over the web. So just look out for me, and I will be there. If you add me on Facebook, just let me know you found me from the IA Cast. All right, well, that's going to do it for this episode of the IA Cast. We did something very special this week, and we're going to start doing it along with uh, recording on our server that you could use in the app. At this time each week, we are now using YouTube Live. We are actually live on YouTube as we speak. So we will have links on Twitter and Facebook and possibly an extra push notification with the link to our YouTube as well so that uh, uh, you can get to our YouTube pages. We have not had push notifications for a while because we're working on our app, but we will get that working as soon as we can for you guys. And... Uh, that way, you guys will have push notifications again when we do episodes. So this has been a great episode this week. Really excited about the discussion about TV services. And we will be back next week for a full Google discussion of everything that they came out with. So we're very excited about that. And we'll see everybody next week. So bye, we'll everyone. See you I promise I bye will guys. behave. No, he doesn't. No. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> bye, guys. This show has been brought to you by the IACast Network. We love hearing from you. Email us at feedback at iAccessibility.net. Got Twitter? Follow us at iAccessibility1. Facebook? Search for iAccessibility. Download our free apps for iOS and Android and keep up with all of our content at iAccessibility.net. If you'd like to donate to our show, hit the PayPal button on our website and get early access to our outtakes with a donation at patreon.com slash iacast. Thanks for listening.
Copyright 2019, iAccessibility, LLC.